Flatlands, Field and Foul. Yeah, that's very good. A thing that is... (laughs) (laughs) A thing is right when it tends to preserve the integrity, stability, and beauty of the biotic community. It is wrong when it tends otherwise. Aldo Leopold. That's that hitter, huh? That is that hitter. Dang. I don't... That... Man, that's pretty that's, deep. That's a deep one. We're, we're starting off deep here, huh? Aldo, Aldo's a deep fella. He would have been a cool guy to meet. He, you know, it gets me thinking about that song, If I Ever Get to Heaven. I got a long list of questions. And I do have a long list of questions, but boy, do I have a longer list of people that I'd like to sit down and have a beer with. Gang. Aldo is... High on that list. High on that list. Talking about Aldo. We're talking about Lane Frost. Oh. That July and Cheyenne. Get in there. Get in there. Get in there. Woo-hoo. Welcome back, huh? I guess. It's been uh been a hot minute. It's it's been an it's been a Texas mile since we've sat down and did one of did damn thing. <laughs> I think the last time that we sat down was just before Christmas Eve. Just Maybe before the twenty third or something. Yeah, we we're talking about what we were hoping in our stock hoping for in our stockings yeah. and what Santa that? was gonna bring us. How about that? I don't know if I got what I wanted, but I definitely didn't. I'm not mad about but it. But I also got things that I didn't know I wanted. Okay. We got a little impact and drill combo. Okay. Combo kit. Okay. So that's, that's actually proved to be fairly handy. Okay. Um, nothing wrong with that. No, little ha- nothing wrong with a little handyman tool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. For just doing things around around the old homestead. We're just doing it. Just doing the damn thing. We're doing it, man. We're just doing it. Woo! Boy. What's going on? It's been a bit of a frosty few weeks here. Yeah. We got oh, that cold snap. In the southeastern Manitoba. But, I mean, it's been pretty nice. For the exception of a couple, yeah, a couple days, we've had. It's been a beautiful. Winter. It's been a mild winter, and that gets me wondering how the deer are going to be come fall time. I wonder if there's going to be a expanded population. I would agree. I'm ex- I'm excited to hear what the aerial surveys say this year. Yeah, that should be coming out in the next month or so. I think. Generally, they do them about this time of year. I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, February, March, they uh, they start breaking them helicopters out and them them Cessnas. Yeah, and they start cruising cruising around, taking just burning fuel. <laughs> hey man, I'll pay my I'll pay hey I'll pay I, pay, I pay my taxes. I'll pay the fee to hear about that. Absolutely. And Manitoba is looking into e licensing this year, which is kinda neat. Yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of research on that whole no, e license thing yet. I don't know how that's gonna work with um, tagging an animal. They I imagine that you sign up online and they might send you a tag in the mail, I would guess. Although I have, um, for some of the waterfowl, like the waterfowl stamp that was online because it's a federal stamp, all yeah. of Canada. So for at least the last year or two, you could sign up online and they would just send you one. So that was kind of neat. So I have some experience with Manitoba, I guess. Not that would be a federal e-licensing. But yeah. I, well, you could still buy them in store, but I, I would think that you would still, you know, you can yeah. go drop by your local general store and pick up a, a hunting tag for your, well, not for your GHA, but for for whatever you're for looking your, to do, whatever, yeah, whatever critter you're whether looking it be wapitis, the mooses, getting excited, yeah, I, I am excited to uh, at least put names in 
Start putting in, yeah. putting in applications. Yeah. That's coming up. Got some details to get it hammered out, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's you kind of make your plans once once you know, right? Yeah. So what's the what's the deadline? It's May, right? That's the start of May, I think. And then you know by I believe June, June or July, if you have your. I thought it was day. August. Well, see, it's. I thought it was. I think late. it's different. I think it's different for for every draw area because I know archery elk opens up August. Yeah, the same time as uh, archery whitetails, I believe, the end of August. De- I think depending on the GHA. Yeah. Because I think the, the yeah. further north you get, the earlier it's open. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I am too. I I think I mean from who I've who I've talked to, I think. Um, we have a pretty good chance of getting drawn in a few areas. Yeah, because and um, when you apply, I was looking into the preference points in Manitoba. I didn't realize how the system worked here, but it your for your first time draw in a in a certain area, I believe you have a better chance. I think you start at number at point number eight out of ten. Yeah. So that gives you a pretty decent chance, especially in archery. Especially archery. Yeah. And then you can go and look at what was the lowest amount of points or the lowest level of point required in a certain area. And a lot of them for archery are like seven to nine kind of thing. So you're, yeah. you're looking at a pretty good odds as far as drawing for archery. Now for rifle and other things, it's it gets a bit tougher in yeah. some areas, obviously, yeah. but... I mean, for especially, I mean, the one I've done the most research on that would be would be elk. Yeah. Um, for that one, it's a lot tougher to get drawn, drawn uh, rifle. Yeah. I mean, again, change depending on the GHA, but for the most part, the the elk uh, rifle tags are, are pretty hard to come. I know guys that'll apply for three to five years before they yeah they get. But um, the thing was, Manitoba used to have. Uh, don't quote me on exactly how this worked. My dad was explaining it to me the other day. Um, it used to be, it was like a three-year deal where you got tags two of the three years, I believe, or okay. three of the five. Okay. So when you were drawn, it wasn't just that year. It was like you had that year and then another year, but you could use it in the next two years oh, okay. or something like that. Um, it was a really backward system, and I, I'm... Pretty sure that Manitoba has scrapped that since. Cause yeah, I think so. It's hard to keep track of. I think so. That's but, probably, I think it's probably best if they just do it year to year and just I mean, it makes, yeah, like that. It makes the most sense, and they can draw early enough. Like if if your deadline's May, really, you could have everybody notified by end of July. <laughs> you could. You could. I mean, it's the Manitoba government, but it's government as it is. Yeah. Right. I mean, so. But that's you, the place to work, though. It is, yeah. You want that early retirement hitter? That's <laughs> go that's for the government. You, that's where you want to be, huh? That's where you got to go, man. I'm telling you, that's what they say. That's what yeah. I've heard. Get in, get in there, get in there. Uh, yeah. Get, so get that, get that government hitter. That that government stamp check. Ching, boy. Yeah, you want that bank account drop there, huh? Woo, man. Yeah, I know. I've I've been <clears throat> as I've been shopping kind of new equipment this year i've been getting way more excited for hunting season especially the i mean from what we've talked about you know going to back to areas we've hunted uh not last year year before white shell with the white shell yeah we had, we had a conversation about that a couple weeks back and that yeah. got me great fired up i know I'm, I'm excited to go put on a few cams yeah to, to walk it yeah 
Um, Chase a bit of white tail out there. Yeah, especially I think with with the uh, uh, with the information we learned two years ago. Yeah, I think we'll we'll be not. You know, we're not going to be uh, guaranteeing a kill. We're not Remy Warren or anything. But I think our our chances of success are going to be going going up. Yeah, I think so. If we play our cards right, and absolutely, and we talked about doing it overnight this year, yeah, which was, will be new for the guys, new yeah, for the boys, yeah, their tandem <clears> job. We'll, maybe we'll have to do that a, TJ, yeah, that that party hunt hitter, Woo. that PHH, huh? Woo, Woo. Rick Flair, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe we'll have to do a, an in camp episode. In camp episode. Yeah, you guys can so. hear the wind rifling through the tent. Yeah, you know what? I, we are going pretty early, so. <laughs> Well, it could be windy. Could be windy. But I listened back to some of our old episodes when you lived uh, back in the outdoors. The outdoors episodes with the frogs—they were good and such in the background. And dude, that was—you know—I mean, it's cold down and everything. And just listening back this time of year, it's like, man, I could I could handle sitting outside for a while. Oh again yeah, in the nice weather. Cu- couple couple cold ones and yeah, watch the cars drive by and yeah. Hear the planes every now and again. Yeah, I just hear the the local wildlife. Get fun. at it. Just doing just doing frog things. Just doing it, man. Just, just whatever doing, they're doing up to. Thing. Yeah, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I guess we haven't even talked. Like when I was in California over over. Yeah. Years. So you you were gone for it for, felt like a it felt like a, a three weeks. It was only a short week, man. But it 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 might have been short for you, but it was miserable up here. What? No, no, the weather was fine. Uh, we had a couple. We had a couple cold, blister, blustery days. Well, the day that I got back, then oh, it got. Then it was that's cold. The that's cold right. snap. So yeah, how was Cali, dude? Was that Cali hitter? That Cali hitter was. We were wearing shorts, so of course shorts and socks. And no socks. Oh, you're just running that sockless deal, huh? Bro, I was doing all of it, man. I was wearing shorts with socks. Shorts with no socks, shorts with socks and sandals because I'm a Mennonite. Well, yeah. And that's yeah, what I do. To. And I was wearing blue jeans and boots. You did everything. You really checked the boxes, huh? There was very few boxes I did not check. And, dude, got to do some hikes with my cousin. Yeah, I seen that. Out on the coast of California, eh? Bruh, that was some of that. Getting that, getting that clean ocean air in my lungs. The worst part was the day that I left, I picked up a cold. I woke up here in Manitoba with a cold. Oh, you and you left not feeling too hot. That's what I mean. I woke up that day feeling poor, and yeah, you're a little under the weather. I was so getting some of that salty air in my lungs. That was, and you had quite the time when you landed, dude. Vegas was a nightmare. Vegas was a nightmare. I had. I think we landed in Vegas at about eight local time. Okay. And the airline, which I'll leave unnamed, because <laughs> I might fly with them again. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Not Spirit Airlines. It, it's an economy airline. Okay. So you're, yeah, you're, you can you're, narrow it down. Yeah, you're you're really just. It's one of those airlines where they suggest you bring your own chair. Pertinier. Actually, the chair wasn't so bad. What was the worst part? Because I was under the weather, and then, you know, your body aches up. Yeah. I didn't seem to have any painkillers on me at the time, so the whole three hours in the plane was... Oh, you weren't mewling. No, my... You weren't mewling them them Canadian 
them 15 milli Canadian hitters across no, the board, were you? No, man, I had nothing. So, I mean, my back was just froze up on the plane, just pain city, but I made it happen at least. But upon landing, then the airline, you know, when you fly direct into the States out of Winnipeg, then you, you clear your American customs in Winnipeg. Yeah. And your luggage goes through their checks. So once we landed, then the airline told us our baggage was going to be at whatever it was, carousel number 25 out in the open area, like past security, right? Yeah. And then, of course, the airline, somebody there decided that we hadn't cleared our customs yet. So they brought the airline's luggage behind customs to the check there. And then everybody's out in the common area, like, where on earth is our luggage? Yeah. So long story short, two hours later, finally, the airline is starting to cart out our luggage just like two pieces at a time on these little hand carts across the airport. <laughs> across the airport. And, and so we're sitting there, just a bunch of us, just fired up, ready to get in a tilly with somebody. You're looking to drop mitts. Yeah. The mitts were off already. We were, look, off. We, we were looking for dance partners at that time. Like the Donnie Brooks were ready. Oh, you're old school hockey right there. Oh, we were ready bunch, to bunch throw of down. Oh, yeah. Bunch of knuckleheads just looking for a scrap. Looking... A bunch of Canucks looking for a looking to have a good little vacay in in Southern America, and we're stuck at the airport dealing with bureaucracy. So finally, we got out, and then I had a room booked about two hours away into California. And after I got my rental car, I just felt like such trash, so I just nixed that one and just booked a last minute room in some sketchy hotel in yeah Vegas. you were saying that was that uh, was some risky sleep, sleep with one eye open I kind of deals so, huh dude. i mean there was the wedding chapel on the parking lot there and everything and and it was just you know drive up and i don't mean to stereotype but there was some sketch folks out out in, out in a boot there oh i would imagine that you wouldn't bring in the uh tour the most touristy of folk uh to that neck of the woods no it was in vegas no, but all in all, the ex- like even with that happening, I think that may- maybe made the experience that much richer. Well, it's a story, right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I got to see a part of Vegas I wouldn't have gone to see otherwise. Totally. So, all in all, I'm I'm not mad that it happened. No. It's frustrating, but... you know, In the time it is, yeah, totally. Yeah, and... Yeah, so I just booked the cheapest room I could find, and spent the night and I walked into the into the room finally and just turned on the heater as high as she'd go. Just, Sweat it out. Just, Get down to fighting weight. Yeah. Well first I stopped at the local grocer and picked up some Advils and a bunch of water and a couple fruit and vegetable snacks just to get some vitamins in me and down the hatch and got some H two O's in me and some Advils and just sweated overnight and I felt a lot better in the morning take but that hot shower yeah overall still ha- was under the weather for most of the trip and which whatever you made the most of it I did yeah I definitely did you did the damn thing I did the damn thing <laughs> I did it so got to see lots of I'm I, in hindsight I'm very glad I flew into Vegas and drove the six and a half hour drive yeah to, to meet up with my cousin out in Santa Maria, because that drive was for a prairie boy, especially that's a beautiful. Oh drive. yeah, seeing seeing the different uh, topographies. Yeah, totally. And I actually drove through some snow. Really, up, up about four thousand at the edge of Nevada to California. Yeah, there was some snow there, so that was kind of cool. A couple flakes. Yeah, I cracked, turn, turn, I, 
Turn the, hot, the, the heater on high <laughs> in, the old, in the old Toyota. It was a Nissan. Oh, it was a Nissan. It was a little yeah. Nissan Versa yeah. sedan. But that thing hauled down the highway, man. I bet. I could do 80, 85 mile an hour down the interstate. It's clipping. Woo! Great on fuel. Yeah. Got no problems with that there. So, But uh, like I said, got to do some pretty killer hikes and yeah. spent some time in the Los Padres National Forest. Which I'd never been in before, so yeah. we we went down some long, long road. Finally, where it ended in the national forest, there you know, way out of cell reception, and we hiked a ways out there and got to see some of the local deer populations out cool. on the coast as well. Which what kind of deer?s That'd be the blacktail. That'd be a blacktail. Yeah, okay. so it was kind of cool to see. And finally, uh, on the way out, on my way back to Vegas, then I I finally saw some some cow elks. Okay. Up in the hills, up in the mountains there. So that was kind of cool. You stop, pop the reed in, start. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just kept on. I should have stopped maybe, but. Uh, yeah, was, flights to make. Yeah, exactly. Had to had places to go and didn't want to lollygag too bad. <laughs> but I think a highlight of that trip was um, one of the local cities there, uh, San Luis Obispo, every Thursday night they have this farmer's market okay. in town where they, they close off a number of streets Yeah, and they got like a, I don't know, a hundred and some vendors up and down the street, you okay. know, with all the bars open yeah, and everything. Yeah. So we stopped at a few bars and walked the streets of the, of the, uh, farmer's market and tried some of the fresh local produce, you know, fruits, yeah. vegetables, whatever. Yeah. And some of the barbecue joints, they barbecue out, out on the street there. Cool. So that was right up your alley. So, dude, oh, it was just... You're getting some of that real southern barbecue, Ooh, You best believe it. Some of that southern California barbecue. Roasting that whole hog. That whole hog. No, that's, that's beef out there, oh, son. Oh, they, they hit the beef, huh? That's mostly beef out there, son. But... You pass lots of farms? Lots of ranches. Lots of, lots of ranches, yeah. huh? Yeah. When you get... Beef cattle. Them, them, them Angus hitters. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get a chance, but my cousin was telling me that he's uh, looking to get into some wild hogs out there locally. Oh, some ferals. There's some there's some problematic pork. Uh, that PP hitter, that problematic yeah, that, pork that out problem there, bro. Pork, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think your cousin knows a few fellows that might be interested in coming down and taking <laughs> right? care of a, a local... Uh, a local hog infestation. Some of that PP. Yeah, that problem pork. That power play. That power play. Power play on the problem pork. <laughs> Get yeah, in there. That PP squared. <laughs> Get in there. You got that Dunkin' Donuts, huh? Oh, I had that you Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you got that. You, you Dude, that Donuts. Not going to lie. That was some of the best coffee I've actually had in a while. I was shocked how good that Dunkin' yeah. Donuts coffee was. Dunkin' Donuts, is, it's got a. It's a great cup of joe. It is, man. Yeah, often uh, when my parents would go to the states, they'd bring back them them big, you know, them uh, uh, the tubs of coffee or the tins. Yeah, but I don't. I was trying to think of the the unit of measurement they use. But they'd bring back them tins of Dunkin' Donuts, and boy, yee, we they didn't last long. <laughs> You're <laughs> finding excuses to have coffee. You're like, oh, it's 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 nine p.m., but let's need, have some, let's have some coffee. Like, okay, we're not that old. Let's fire it up. Get get that Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah. Um, what else? Oh, a cool little part of the trip. I brought my cousin down some venison from last year's hunt of some of the deer that I killed. So that was pretty cool. And uh, 
some people were surprised that I could bring on the plane, but that's totally legit. And I had heard from Ranella in the past how he had done it, so I just did it the same, and everything was hunky-dory. So my cousin, who grew up locally here in southeast Manitoba, he uh, he got his hands on some of that some of that relatively fresh venison. So he was pretty fired up about that. He finally got to get. So some how of did that you taste. bring it? How did you bring it across? Like, what's Ronello's method? Well, you, or what now? I guess we call it the Dirksen method. Well, yeah. I mean, it's there's nothing to it really. I because it's all processed. It's all processed and it's all legit. Yeah. So all I did, I just just to be sure, I kept my tag on me. Yeah. And uh, I just kept it frozen and I packed it in a little cooler bag with some ice packs. And so you can actually take it on your on your uh, personal like you carry on carry on. Yeah. But I just checked it because I had a check bag and there was room in there, so I just threw it in there. And it was all well, good. Yeah. And then it's not sitting in a warm cabin. That's the other nice thing. Even so, on a three hour, excuse me, on a three hour flight, it's not. Yeah, but I mean, if you were yeah. if you're I mean, flying from like Texas, uh, right? Then I might have been doing some snacking if it would have been in my bag. That's true. And so that, that raw and the sun. That'd be that like that sushi. That's the sashimi. Yeah, that's but that's not fish. Whatever it is, there's you a word I mean. for it. There's a some kind of a raw meat dish, isn't there? Well, so that'd be sushi's, but sushi's isn't is, there like a raw red meat dish? I don't think you can eat raw red meat. Well, I've done it. I mean, you can. Sometimes when I'm trimming my venison, I'll you sneak take a little little I'll lip sneak snack. Little, I'll, I'll sneak little little trims, have a little lip snack while I'm doing it. Oh, I'll, I won't. I won't eat them raw. I'll throw them in the pack fire them up. Ah, it's just a little... Well, yeah, little like, I'll bitches. save them and then throw okay, them in the yeah. fired up. That's, that's good, too. It's just, like, it's fresh meat. That's, that's what but you're But, gang, I'll tell you that that those little trims of that fresh venison, that's some, that's some tender stuff. Oh, yeah. You get the, that's getting the wild up in you. Oh, boy, you might, you might start start growing... Antlers. You might, yeah, you might start sprouting a tail and keep eating that. Maybe right that's there. a maybe that's a straight up testosterone boost. That, right yeah, TB. TRT. Woo. Don't need no fancy uh, doctor's appointments. Don't give that. me no needle. Just no. munch on a back strap real fast, <laughs> real quick. Like pass me some of that silver skin and I'll yes. chew that right up. Yeah, that's just gum. That's all that. I'll clean right that meat right off there, boy. Woo. So yeah, Callie was good. Didn't come back with a little SoCal lady. Nope. No, but uh, kept uh, kept it real gentlemanly, like absolutely nothing too wild out there. No, you weren't getting you weren't getting unique out there. No, I wasn't getting unique and freaky. Footloose and fancy free is something. Might That's say. the word. No, I was pretty straight and narrow. So it's yeah, it's good though. That's whatever. I had a good time. It was just good to be with family again that I hadn't seen a, in a minute. Yeah, it'd been a while. You went down there for a wedding, right? Yeah, that was a few years ago. Back Fifteen, sixteen, sixteen, summer sixteen. Summer of 69. I'd say. But 16, though. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get my first real six string in 16 no. or 69. I think that was probably in about 05 ish. So. Well, I'm, I'd have to wait till 2069 to get a real six string now. So All right. Just, well, just so I line up with the song. All right. I'm kidding. Nothing wrong with that. No, the, I, I've been talking about I've been thinking about it. It's right. Been while, get, getting getting a six string and learning how I to play. I think you should. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, it's something to, a little hobby, something to do that's not terribly expensive. I mean, once your initial investment's done, then you're kind of set. Unless you break strings, which which does happen time to time, but yeah. overall, it's and not they're not terribly expensive. No, either. no. And if you get a good set of strings, I mean, I'm guilty. I bought my one of my guitars a number of years back, and 
it's the one that I play the most, and I haven't changed my strings ever on there since I bought it. So. You're just you're just busy picking. They sound good still. So hey, hey. that's all you that's all you need. Good enough for an odd bonfire night, I guess. Oh man, good yeah. enough for some of those sketchy Instagram videos. Yeah, hey, get your name out there. Looking at the the new Luke Combs, huh? How about it? Oh yeah. So Cali was good. Cali was a good. And it was perfect weather. It was low twenties Celsius. wasn't terribly hot. Just wasn't just terribly well hot. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and like I was saying, I think I ate barbecue like five out of the seven days I was out there. Hell yeah! <laughs> if that isn't America, I don't know what is. <laughs> but to be honest, it just reminded me of home. I mean, I eat a lot of barbecue at home. So you do eat a lot of barbecue. I barbecued some actually on Friday. Of this weekend here, I barbecued a a front venison shoulder. All right, whole, thing, whole, and I, whole shoulder, a whole shoulder, and I pulled it. Oh, gang! So did you? Good. So did you send that loin? Was that front or not loin? Sorry, that venison hitter you sent your you brought your cousin. Was that that doe? Was that from that doe? Uh, no, it was from that buck. It wasn't from your mom's doe. No. All right. No, she wants to keep all that herself. So hey, fair enough. I just wasn't sure. Power to her. Hey. She's she's gonna fry it up, amen, brother. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's fresh venison, so it's, I mean, yeah. You know, well, what does it matter? No, I was just curious if it was that dough or if it wasn't. No, because I'll tell you what, that dough heart didn't last long. I believe it. I think I fired that thing up uh, about seven minutes after I walked in the door. <laughs> Later that night. Oh yeah, it was. That thing was still just about beaten when I tossed her in the pan. That no, was good. Talking about that fresh meat. Yeah, you can't. You know, I was actually, I was talking about this with, uh, with a friend of mine. Um, I, I watched, so I don't know if you've ever seen it. Uh, there's a, there's a show on Netflix called Explained. It's kind of like a little docu-series. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, and they kind of go through like, so the first episode is talking about, you know, why men buy diamonds. You know, and the whole, how there's actually no reason why we buy diamond engagement rings. Like there's nothing, nowhere does it start. Well, the ladies like the shininess. But it was, yeah, but it wasn't even part of that. It's just a social norm now. Right. And how there's a company that, uh, pushed it at some point, pushed it. Yeah. It was a marketing scheme and they controlled the market. They said something like 96% of the market they controlled. It was crazy. Anyway, they just had this one on farming that I was watching. Okay. And, uh, and you're pretty, uh, privy to the farming world as it is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm also really biased. I mean, it, it's hard to watch stuff like that because a lot of it's based on American as where, uh, Canadian or in Canada land as Canadian farming, uh, our, our, our strategies and our techniques to farming are far, um, far advanced, uh, is of, that of our counterpart to the south, but really? yeah, we're we're miles ahead of them. You know, we don't like we don't all of our uh, and I'm using air quotations. Our B grade meat doesn't stay in Canada. Hang on, we listen should, to this. Oh, bush. What's that Diet Miller hitter? That's that Miller. Yeah, that Miller Light. That's that, that uh, Diet Miller. That BK. That BK. The BK hitter. Or that Diet Miller, as uh, Luke Combs would say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, go on. He does like a Miller Lite. Yeah. You think he must be sponsored? I don't think so. I reckon. I don't think so. I think so. I think he just... Miller Lite, they sponsored Bellator. 
MMA. They also sponsor the number two car. That's right. BKR, Brakzowski Racing. I really enjoyed his uh, post-race interview today, actually, after, after he got wrecked. He, was, he wasn't he was putting the blame on anybody. Cool, calm, and collected. Yep. Respectable. Good on him. Good on him. He's, as, he's as growing. Was, he's growing. As was Kyle Busch's. He was just... Good. He was... Just mad that his uh, that he couldn't win it for his guys. He said. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I'm glad these guys are starting yeah. to grow up because it, it yeah. was kind of a nuisance. I think fatherhood has a big, big totally. card to play in that. But uh, back to the farming. Oh yeah. So anyway, we're 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 far advanced. We we don't really eat any of our B grade meat. That all gets shipped to the states, and that's why Trump's trying to close the border on on uh, the trade for us because we're kind of shipping them our. Seconds. Our shit. Yeah. Because we're not going to feed that to our customers, like our our people, right? But anyway, we're talking about how um, this friend of mine, she didn't think she could eat venison because she, you know, she can picture in her head, you know, a little Bambi. Bambi, yep. That's... Bush, which, it, it's a tough thing to get out of somebody's head. Disney. Disney screwed us. Disney has screwed us in more ways than one. More ways than I want to count. But, you know, I've often said that once you get past, you know, for a guy like me, I can look at something and go, you're meat. You know, I can look at a cow, no matter how friendly that cow is, and go, that's where the burger's coming from. That's where I'm taking my steaks from. That's where my, that's where I want my Osabuco from. That's the brisket right there. Yeah, that's that's that big... That Ooh, big brisket sliders. I can see those slices oh, in yeah, there right you're talking now. about them duffels, huh? see those beef ribs. Them brisket mm. duffels up front. Uh, but get in there. Get in there. But, you know, we're, we're talking about hands-on hands on meat. And this isn't a full-sex term. We're talking about meat to the meat to the freezer. Not that lower half. We're not talking hitter. about that adult, that adult hitter. That adult hitter. That adult pleasure. No, we're not talking about that full body. We're not talking about. We're not talking about you know spraying out here. We're talking about. We're talking about putting you know meat that you've touched in the freezer down the hatch. Yeah, for for later. I mean, it would be for pleasure. I I, I I I take pleasure in eating meat. I do as well. Like a the, lot of pleasure. The other day, I was thinking to myself, like I was craving something. I couldn't quite figure it out. And I thought about what I'd eaten all week. I was like, I just need meat. I haven't had meat. Mm-hmm. I need a burger. I need a steak. I need a cope, a, a mass amount of meat in my system. So I got myself a mass amount of meat in my system and I was happy. I had that today and I felt so good. Yeah. You just like, meat. Wow. Meat. That, that touches my soul. My soul has been warmed. Yeah. But we were just talking about how, you know, it like, how I can justify it by, because I at least I know where my meat is and it has been. I'm the only person to touch it, you know, for the exception of maybe Dwayne coming to help me on a on a couple of tough cuts, you know, or me showing up and so saying, "Hey, TCs. hey, well, I'll, I'll help you with that dough there." How about it? I'll help you with Mama's dough. How about it? I thought she was going to grab the knife and get in there and start <laughs> Mr. Miyagi in that. Nah, that that's so big. Yeah. <laughs> nah, she lets me do it. Yeah. She looks like she could do it, no problem. She could. Oh, she, she grew up on the farm. She just. What do you think she did when she was a kid? That's exactly what. That's she what used I'm to saying. Do. Like she, no slouch with with a butcher knife. Mm-mm. She'd skin that thing faster than she'd skin you. Faster than the Lord comes down to the earth. Well, wow, that's a long wait there. All of a sudden, that's 
Well, I, mean, I would hope. <laughs> in the instant, I would hope she can skip. I, back I imagine that. in the instant it's going to be. Oh, that, quick. that. Yeah, I would. Do you think so? I don't think so. I mean, how how long does a chariot of fire take? To I think he is going to come down, rain in fire, boy. I reckon that's fire, hell, and brimstone, quick. and he's. It's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a slow ride, a slow like, burn, just coming down. And everybody's gonna look up and go, "Well, hot damn, Colt Ford, <laughs> we done messed up. What do we have here? Yeah. What what is what is this? And all of us, all of us uh, Christian folk will be. Hey, hey, Tom Moat. Get in there! Oh, I'll be getting in there. I'll be the first one jumping, boy. Be latching on my carabiner. Yeah. Take me up. I'll be throwing that lasso. <laughs> Trying to dally on that horse. <laughs> Gang. In there! Good luck with that. You rope might burn clear off. Oh, hey, it's worth the good. It's worth an effort. <laughs> gonna need that FR uh, lasso. Yeah, gonna need that. That flame retard hint. Yeah, I don't think they make them no more. To look into but it. That might be a start yeah. Boys might be getting rich here soon, huh? Ooh. Oh man, meat. Um, Something about meat. Yeah, we're just about how I like having at least knowing where my meat comes from. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the the bad the. I guess the caveat to that is sometimes you just need to go to the store and buy some meat. Oh, I know, and I totally support that. Like, and it, it kind of kind of sucks, but well, the thing is, that's where the world's at now. Like, yeah, we don't. Long gone are the days of being able to hobby farm. <clears throat> They're just we don't have them anymore. We a the price of feed's too high, mm-hmm. so you need to work a job, a full time job, to afford the price of feed for your two pigs and one cow and one horse and ten chickens, and, and you need to have some. Creators there that you're going to be selling to somebody else. Exactly. Pretty much. Exactly. And you just, sure, you might, it for sustenance, it would work. You could do it for sustenance. Yeah. But, you know, 60 years ago, 80 years ago, 100 years ago, you could farm that and turn a profit. Yeah. You know, you'd, you'd go down to a local coffee shop, let's say, and you'd sit there, have, have an egg, and the restaurant would come up and be like, hey, I heard you have a hundred eggs for sale. Well, I don't really have a whole lot of cash, but you know what? I got, I got two jugs of milk. Perfect. Let's make a trade. Sure. And then you didn't have to worry if your cow got sick. You didn't have to worry because you had milk, and you could always get more eggs. And I think eggs might be the one thing that you can really get away with, like as a oh yeah, as a good. Well, but see, that's now again coming from a commercial farm yeah it's hard it's hard for me to sit there and see that because you know when the avian flu when the h1n1 came through um the problem we were having was if there was a bird that had contracted that disease every poultry animal within an eight mile radius had to get destroyed that couldn't go to market well now you're talking about farmer's livelihood like there's You know, from my parents' homestead, there's probably eight to ten farms that have upwards of sixty thousand birds apiece. Like that's you're talking about that's millions of dollars. Yeah, you're talking about millions of dollars gone. But it, it's yeah, like you know, we're at the point now where we got to feed. You know, by the end of this decade, we'll have ten billion people on this earth. 
You know? I reckon that's a lot of people. And that's a lot of people to that's feed. That's a lot of hungry mouths. Yeah. And, and we're starting to see, like I was actually just doing some research on this, we're starting to see thir- third world countries spike their meat intake because they're realizing that keeping their people fed and healthy and happy is the key to not being a third world country. How about that? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Feed your people. Nutrition and, uh, seems to go a long ways. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just interesting to, to see and, and, and have a conversation about, because there's so many people that are, um, I don't want to say oblivious to... I would say oblivious. Uh, ignorant. Yeah. That, that plead ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll hunt as long as I can. As long as the government says, you know, gives me a $40 tag that says, here, get after it. Go kill your own meat. Yep. As long as it's, as long as it's in the Bible, I'll be doing it. And I don't think they're rewriting the Bible anytime soon. Last time I checked, longest standing book in history. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Yeah. But. So you were, uh, I, there was a, there was a, uh, a concert announcement recently but Mr. Corb Lund. Corb Lund's coming back to Winnipeg. You're a big fan. I am a big fan. I've seen him live once. Big fan. Actually for a time he followed me in the Instagrams. I don't ah, know if he still does. Yeah, might be worth checking into. Yeah. Might, might have to hit a, shoot him a DM and say hey hey Corb. Bruh. Get this hitter in your ear holes and also come talk to us for yeah. an hour. Yeah. That might surpass our longest running episode. I think so. I think that'd be like a four-hour conversation, I'd feel like. I think we'd have to have it catered with some foods. I think we'd have to have an eight-part series. The Corblund series. The Corblund Effect. That'd be a great name. The Corblund Effect, part six. Dun, dun, dun. Howdy, boys! <laughs> that'd be mint. But yeah, so you're, uh, you're a big, you're a big Corb fan. I am a big Corb fan. I've been for some a time. Yeah, ever since I've known you, you've been a yep. Corb fan. I started getting into him about, I don't know, back in high school sometime. So about probably 10 years ago. Kind of that bluegrass about, hitter. Yeah. That country western bluegrass Storyteller. Hitter. Yep. That's what he is. He's yep. a great storyteller. Yep. That southern Alberta storyteller. Nothing wrong with that. No. But we, anyway, we were talking about, we were just talking about before we started shooting here about, uh, about cool little venues. Yeah, it's right. And, You've been to a cool little venue. Yeah, so it's a relatively local venue lately. Yeah, in, in Winnipeg, there's this, this little tiny club called. But renowned. World renowned. Like, it, it's, I think it's on a list of places to check out if you, so. tour, if you visit Winnipeg. It's, so. it's called the High and Lonesome Club. The times changed. Times changed, yeah. So, um, I've never been there yet. I first heard about it through, uh, Byron Falk. Who, I don't know if you, you would, you'd probably know him if you saw him. Anyway, he's, he's a pansy boy. I know. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Oh, he's playing a show here in Steinbach come up, uh. Yeah. Not this Friday, but the following Friday. Yeah. I'm going to that. Are you going to that? I don't know. I didn't, I'm, that's the first, second I'm here, but I just heard about it in passing. Well, it's a, I'll let, I'll. You'll share the details with me later. I guess. It's, we, boy, let's, yeah, let's show it out here. Uh, it's at. 333 Lowen Boulevard on February the 28th uh, at 8 p.m., which is the old Steinbeck Family Medical Center on Lowen Boulevard. Byron Falk and the Halftime Cowboys. They're playing a show there. They're playing a show there. Turn that into a little concert venue? I have no idea. That'd actually be a really great idea for that that space. 
I mean, it's just empty space. You might as well use it. Might as well. So I'm looking forward to going and seeing. What are the price of tickets? I think it's free. Well, then, hot damn. To be honest. To be honest. To be honest. There you go. Hey. That Giannis Pitellis hitter. That that, that JP. That that JP hitter. That Janice Pudelis. (laughs) Janice Pudelis. Anywho. So, yeah. We're talking about... Oh, Continue. Do you remember uh, a while back we tried doing the the voice search of who is Janice Poodleist? Yeah, let's try that once. Yeah, because I it didn't work on my iPhone. Who is Janice Poodleist? Oh, oh. It didn't work. It didn't work. Did we get some girl named Janice? It's Janice Poulos. Oh, who is Janice Poodleist? No. Janice Poodleis. Oh, now it pulls up Giannis Patelis. Nice. How about that? So, if you guys are looking for something to Google, Google Janice Poodleis. Yeah. Uh, the Latvian lover. The Latvian <laughs> eagle. <laughs> long tongue. Oh, long tongue Yanni. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't watched those guys forever. Okay, what were you talking about? Times changed. Anyway, we were just talking about these local, kind of these the the uprising of these local. Could uh, you call it an uprising though? Because they've been around for some time. They have these but local venues. They've. Been I feel like they've only venues. really gotten popular in the last five to ten years. It could be, but then again, that would be the only time that we would have really paid attention to them. That's true, given our age. That's true. So I don't know if you could quite say that. But, but there is some older people, older folk that I've talked to that said that it's kind of been like, maybe not, okay, maybe not an uprising, but like a resurgence, I'd say. Okay, maybe a resurgence. Because, I mean, times change just expanded. They just got a little bigger. Okay. Um, but it, anyway, it's a super cool little joint. I, I was lucky enough uh, this summer to go watch uh, Brandon Post play, which... Your, your BP... That be that be post header, and if you guys have listened to the deep freeze, you guys will know Brandon Post. Uh, shout out to the deep freeze yeah, hosted sir. by yours truly, that Tanner Freeze. Freeze. Yeah, wait, that wasn't. Wait, a well, hang on, yours truly. That would be for me. So you have you, to yeah. say that. I would be yours. So truly. say that again. Hosted by yours truly, Tanner Freeze. There you go. Yeah, that wasn't a plug. That was not a shameless plug at all. Um, shameless yeah. plug. Shameless. That SP hit. That's boy. that. Uh, Get in there. That's that Garth Brooks hitter too. Yeah, it talks about being, being shameless. But anywho, yeah, Brandon Post. I, I had the opportunity to go uh, go watch Brandon Post play there, and he played a killer set. And I kind of kind of fell in love with the place. Yeah, uh, it's a super cool little joint, super small. Yeah, uh, they uh, it's right downtown, right across from the Forks. Uh, you'll drive by it about four times before you realize that's where you want to walk in. Yeah, um, I think we paid. Ten bucks to get in. Yeah, it was ten. No, it was five bucks a person. Is what okay. It was. And uh, I mean, it's it's a typical little kind of rock joint, country joint. You know? Yeah. And it's super loud. Um, however, it is. I think in the last few years, it gotten a little more geared towards the hipster folk because yeah. they don't. You can't buy a Budweiser. You can't buy a Budweiser. Yeah, you can't buy a Budweiser. Uh, they they do have there. a lot of local. Okay. Like local breweries. Um, which is cool. I think they just got Lake of the Woods in. Oh, I'm a fan. I like a few of them. There's we'll, a couple. We'll, we'll come back to local brewers. Come back around, yeah, because we, we got a story about that. Yeah. But um, 
anyway, so I, I got the chance to go there and, and uh, ran to people I knew and, and had a really good time. And I've been kind of looking forward to going back to that setting again or, go, or finding different locales like that. And uh, so I was, you know, when, when you were obviously in Cali, that was one of my thoughts is, ah, oh, maybe he'll find a little, a local, local shop like that. But you had brought up, so now going back to what we were I did actually. About, you did go to a little local act. Yes, actually, the day that I rolled in, we went to this little brewery, like a newer one. Okay. That actually my cousin's in-laws are members of, like they, they, um, they helped fund it to start okay. up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they get whatever, some exclusive benefits, benefits or whatever. And yeah. so they had the New Year's Eve party there. So we all went there and there was a, a local, there was a live act there and he had been on The Voice, I think. He was. Okay. That guy, that guy was insanely good. Actually, right. he does. He plays in a loop fashion where he he records all of his riffs as he goes. So he'll start a song, he'll play a riff, and then he'll he'll record that. He'll play a different one, and then he'll play a different one. And then he'll do a little drum track on his little pad, or whatever. Yeah, and then he'll loop that all together, and then he'll play it live. It's huh. killer. I think. There's a guy named Ed Sheeran, I think, a famous fellow that does something similar to that uh, when playing live. Might might be might be familiar with his work, yeah. Okay. I don't know much about him, but a friend of mine mentioned he'd seen his show and he'd said that he played in loops like that as well, so Okay, so, so he does that live? Yeah. So he'll play like a little riff, like doo 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 and he'll yep. record that onto his little loop machine. Yep. And then he jumps then on a different instrument. No, he'll just put like mostly with the guitar. Okay. And then he has a little drum pad. He'll do with his fingers like, yeah, right. You get your beat. Yeah, he'll play his beat like that, and then he'll put it all together, and then he'll start playing whatever he needs to play, and he'll sing a song. It's killer. I said that I've never experienced before. That's kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. So then he duetted with his girlfriend there, and she was she had a great voice too. And how about it? Her, uh, anyways. <laughs> Brooke had them cookies, huh? <laughs> they were sticking out for the. They were. She's looking for. She's looking for that RD, that record deal, huh? <laughs> Salute me, familia. Gang. Mm. Yeah. One uh, cookie was larger. <laughs> Usually is. Usually is. One. One's a double stuff, and one's just a regular or- yeah. Oreo. Oreo. Um. But yeah. So we were talking about. So the other day, we. Uh, we decided we were going to go to a the Manitoba Outdoor Show. Yeah. So we we ventured around there for a while, got some free samples from one of the lo- some of the local vendors there. Some some of the hot meats. Yeah, we had that Danny's whole hog, and the that uh, premium brisk, that that premium pork hitter. Yeah, and we had the little brown jug, which brewing company. Now hitters. To be fair, it's not my type of beer. It per se. Good. Oh, it's snowing again. Look at that. Well, hot damn. We're getting that uh, getting that white fluff from the sky, that angel dust. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the little brown jug is. I mean, it's it's a very again hipster kind of beer. Well, I wouldn't. I would. I don't think you can call it hipster. It's just it's a no, I would. it's craft beer, and I, I don't think I don't I think that hipster and craft beer are two separate things. From my experience, especially in California, there's a lot of they mostly out there they drink craft beer. And they're not hipster. Okay. Now, you've had the, the more people, worldly experiences with it. For me, 
judging by the guy and the girl that were working there. They were not hipster, dude. I mean, they were pretty close. The one guy was for sure. Okay. The guy there was. With his slick back comb over I can't stick remember. there. I didn't pay that yeah, close attention. He was that's that's that hipster. But anyways, I was thoroughly impressed with the lighter beer they had. The darker one was unholy bitter. Okay. It, it hit me right in the back of them jowls, you know, like yeah. you get that something that it makes your jaw clench. That that hit me right there, and I was like, "Not for me." But okay. that light beer they had, I was, I was tempted to grab a keg and just hike around, get after out, it, <laughs> hike around the outdoor show and see how many people I could give samples to. <laughs> Mainly me. I guess I'm a little more privy to the uh, craft beers side. So yeah, you're I t- can appreciate it. You'll tend to explore more in what you drink. Then I will. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very set in my way. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Yeah. You know, times change. High and lonesome. There you go. But also, uh, it was, it was good. It was eye opening. It was good. It was a really good beer. So we, we gathered around there. We, uh, for a hot minute, we talked to some cool people. Got yeah. to Jason Dick. Yeah. From Jason Dick, uh, or Guide Life. Guide, Guide Life. Yeah. Guide Life. Yeah. We talked to some people from, uh, your cousin there, your dad's cousin or whoever. Oh, yeah, Paul. Where are they My from? My mom's here? cousin. They're uh, Eagle Lake Lodge. Right. No, not e- Yeah, Eagle Lake Lodge. Okay. So they uh, they got a, a fishing outfit up there out by Cranberry Portage. Okay, yeah. Which I don't know if we've mentioned on the podcast, but we did talk about going moose hunting with a family. That's that? That would be him. Okay. So that when he said, like, he doesn't do the moose hunting, yeah. which I knew, yeah. uh, but he has all the, uh, the stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, okay. and he, he has talked to me before about, okay. about possibly going out. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah go watch. check out uh, Paul Weens. Um, I don't know. I, I maybe should have came prepared with an Instagram handle. But yeah, they're, they're a great fishing outfit. Um, they seem to put you on big fish very, very quick and very, very frequently. Um, that's what you want. But out, yeah, up by, up by Cranberry Portage. Um, so we talked to them. We talked to, uh, this barbecue company, uh, where they had, the, remember the, uh, it wasn't like a little green egg. It was a little, oh, that was an European email. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know Norwegian. What it was, called. was it Norwegian maybe? I don't know. But it was, it was a little charcoal yeah, grill. Yeah, like a little camping style grill. Yeah. Weighed eight pounds. I remember them saying that. Because I thought, oh, it'd be a great backpack deal. And then I realized it weighed eight pounds. I'm like, well, I'm not really. It was pretty, like, for a backpack, that's it was bulky. a little big. But it'd be nice for the camper or something, yeah. something yeah. similar. Yeah. So, uh. Or the back of a truck. Let's see. Hang on. Maybe I can pull that up here real yeah. quick. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Uh. Um, something European. Yes. Yeah, so we talked to them. We, oh, uh. What was it? The name had. Oh, it's called Cobb. Cob, yeah, because oh, corn cob, yeah. It started with corn cobs, yeah, as, yeah, as the fuel, yeah. So they're so cob can, grills, co- yeah. Check out cob grill if you want. Yeah, yeah, do that. We uh, who else did we talk to? Cabela's didn't really have anything special. There. No, we didn't talk to Cabela's. Uh, they didn't have Abert there. So. Yeah, if Abert's not there, I ain't going. No, you know Sorry. what? I, what I'm saying is this, bro. That ain't it. Tighten up. Tighten it up. Get Abert out there. He's the face of Cabela's He's now. the face of Cabela's. Every time I go there, I look and see if Abert's there. And if he's there, I walk over and I say hi. And yeah. I don't think he knows who I am, but that's okay. If he's not, check out. Yeah. See you later. I'm not buying anything today. No. Actually, I'll usually stop by customer service and ask him when he's when Abert's working. <laughs> and then they'll give me a schedule, and then I come in on those days oh, okay. and spend money. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, should start, it's, I should it's Abert or bust, yeah. really. Uh, so we talked to them. 
Uh, we looked at a couple, a uh, couple big Fords. Not really looked. Yeah, from one of the local Ford dealers. Terribly overpriced. Well, I'm not buying it's a new pickup. Standard. Um, what did we see? We anything at, really uh, cool. Uh, the Yamaha machines there. Yeah, it's kind of neat to see. And there was an Argo as well from one of the local dealers. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if man. I saw anything. I was a little underwhelmed. Oh, we saw that. Uh, well, Jason Dick had that um, that stag. Oh yeah, the red stag red that he stag shot with the tar. Yeah, yeah. Well, which which we we both immediately thought it was an elk, and then I and then we looked at it. And we I said it looked a little weird for like the beard didn't look long yeah. enough, and the neck was a little peaky. slim, and yeah. the antlers looked or didn't weird. Look right. Yeah, it looked like a, a a weird cross between an elk and a mule deer and a white tail deer too yeah it was an odd cross yeah. but anyways yeah so we got to saw that we saw some big moose yeah um had some rams there too yeah a couple rams a couple a dog couple dogs yeah big dogs big dogs yeah you had one wolf one one yodi yeah um other than that i mean we didn't really see anything i, I was a little underwhelmed um but I, again i've never been so i was there the year before and it was pretty similar it was i a, had a it was a little busier this year yeah, well, that could have been the time of day as well. But also, and that's that's probably what you want. Yeah. And the bigger that, the more busier it gets, the bigger the show's going to get, right? Yeah. Um, I I wish they would have had more hunting <laughs> it was, stuff there. There's lots of ice fishing stuff. Well, ice fishing and regular fishing, and then like there was a tactical brand there. Yeah. There's paintball, which is all and part the of the outdoors throwing thing. Yeah, but I felt like. Oh, we tried some uh, birch syrup. Oh, how yes, that stuff was good. So good. She okay. So she said, uh, "Yeah, this, this lady." I had her cards. I, I do. It's in my truck. I do. But anyway, so this birch syrup. So it's like a maple syrup, but it's made of birch, right? And dang, that stuff is good. I'd say a close rival to the maple stuff. Um, we yeah, we tried it on these. Uh, she had two different varieties. I would say that's a close rival to maple, wouldn't you? I would say it was better than maple. You think? I would. I would have that over maple any day okay. of the week. Okay. But uh, yeah, overall it was super good, and that was like the first booth we stopped at, and she just rotted. Okay, so it's uh, it's called Rocky Lake Birchworks. Okay. Um, they're out of the Paw, Manitoba. Joanna McLaughlin. Joanna McLaughlin is the president. She was the one that was there. Yes. Um. So. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, for sure, because I remember she said that. I think you can just look up Rocky Lake Birchworks. Um, now they, okay, so they had, they had one that was very similar to a maple. Yeah. And didn't they have like a breakfast one as well? Yeah, they had something? a breakfast blend, which I think was very similar to the maple. Okay. And it was, it was a big hint of vanilla. Like it was very vanilla-y. Mm. But then they had a, a different one. It was... A little more bitter. That remember she said use it as a marinade. There was oh, a recipe. Yes, I left actually all my stuff in your truck. I have to get that for you. Oh, okay, it's all in the door. Um, but yeah, she I gave us a recipe. There. She gave us a recipe uh, for venison. Oh, she said beef, but it worked really well with venison. Yeah. And it was using one of their products. But the cool thing that I remember about that was she said it took eighty-two gallons of yes. birch sap. To make a gallon. To make one gallon of this. Which is way more than it takes for, for maple. But then again, there's a lot more birch. That's true. 
There's a lot of birds in the boreal. Yeah. And then also fires. Yeah. You know, I to this day I cannot walk past a birch tree and not pull a not pull them off and light it up. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do. Every time we go work in Kenora or uh, we were doing one in uh, out by Richard, start a little fire. Yeah, it's not that cold, but it's just it's like a fire. It's you know it's you just gotta do it. Yeah, and get it's, that, it get it, that, it hits your heart. Get that birch oil burning. Oh, and it burns. It it could be soaking wet. It'll burn. Just like our uh, little fire back yeah, in the white shell. Up in the white shell. But it was raining and for, snowing. Gone full circle. There we go. Up by the watering hole. Yeah. But yeah. That was the saving grace that day. Boy. Yeah, that it's amazing what a what a little fire can do for your for your spirits. Yeah, I get that. Burn. Especially when you got squishy boots. <laughs> the squishiest of boots, bruh. All of the squish in those boots. Man, that birch bark fire, that BBF hitter. That was the that was the saving grace. That was a godsend that day. Yeah. That that flaming chariot came down that day, boy. Get in there. So after the outdoor show. Oh yeah. Okay, so we oh, just, hold on. I wanna get oh. I wanna get I didn't I wanna get my opinion. Or give my opinion. Okay. So <laughs> I was very underwhelmed. Again, I should I like I said, I I would hope that next year they have a little more hunting stuff out there. I would like to see more outfitters. Um you know, it, it would be neat to see Silver Heights or Heartland bring out a booth where they might sell a bow. You know, bring out some of last year's or maybe models. maybe D&G. D&G, you know, maybe, maybe mention it to local Darren. Local shout out. Yeah, local shout out. You can find them on Instagram at the Family Archery. Yes. It's not D&G. Yes, Family Archery. They should button that they up. They need to tighten, tighten it up. up. They really need to tighten it up. Uh, great. I mean, I've I've bought a lot of equipment. I've got a lot of work done to my bowl there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I was I was a little underwhelmed with the hunting side of things. Um, I think they could have done without the Ford dealer. They were there last year as well. Yeah, I, I feel like um, maybe that's a space filler. I don't know. And probably bring. They probably pay a lot of money to be there because they probably. Have and there, oh, there was there. also the campers outside, which is kind of cool. To Camp, see. Yeah, there was one inside. Um, right. Yeah. The, obviously, the uh, conservation officers had a booth there. We yeah. breezed past, <laughs> which <laughs> no which is funny because we do everything really by the book. Yeah, uh, we haven't really. I don't. I tend to try to not do illegal things in the no. bush when I'm hunting. Um, There's no time for that. There's too much of a risk, and why exactly. do that? That's and not, why lose your right to hunt? Exactly. That's just. It's not worth it, man. No. All you uh, people on the fence All out you there, rugrats. They're poaching. All you mugs, you quit that. Quit that. Quit quit poaching. Quit that. Quit spotlighting. Quit that. And quit Quit trespassing. And quit that stolen valor. Yeah. Bruh, we're not going to get started on that. (laughs) But anywho, yeah. So what was your opinion of this year? Because you went last year. So this is my first time ever going. I'm excited to go next year. Last year, I got cornered by some fellow that was selling this boot care some kind of like a it was a it wasn't a mink oil but he rubbed it on my boots okay and he was he tried so hard to get me to buy it i guess i kind of let him on but he was so choker i said i didn't want to buy any and he was like pretty tore up about it like kind of pissed off too yeah. i was like well dude i don't want to i never don't committed be, to it but don't i didn't run around he's like here let shit me, on my boots. he's like here let me rub some on your boots oh let me do the other one you can't have one boot and not the other and then he's doing his whole sales pitch and like, well, dude, I'm not buying anything from you. I'm just 
And then, he, yeah, he did not like that. We also... Sorry, yeah, but... We also got to that little millery out of uh, Swan River. Do you remember what their name was? No. I can't remember. They sent, they gave us, remember where we were playing the shoot the cap, shoot the ball? Oh! They had this, so there was this, uh, oh, this yes. husband and wife out of Swan River. They, uh, they grow organic grains. Yes. And they mill their own grains for beer batters and yes. uh, what else do they have? Pancake mix. Pancake mix. Which yeah, flour. Cool. Yeah. And it was really good. Like yeah. they had lemon pepper. I Hands down the best lemon pepper mix I've okay. ever tasted. Uh, they had another one. I can't remember what it was. But it, it was like a, I know it was like a smoky maple. So good. Would have been so tasty on uh, on like maybe some hams. If you were to, oh. to roast a couple hams. Yeah. Um, but they, they were a really cute little couple. Uh, I mean, they're young. Hey, Maybe so picture, picture this. Put some of that on a ham. Yeah, and put some of that birch. Oh, that on birch there. syrup on there. That sweetness. Talking about the fellows might have to put a booth in next year. Woo! A little barbecue. Hey, run that grill hitter, and then we'll shoot a podcast while we're doing it. Something to think about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Flatlands about. Flatlands feeling foul. Flatlands feeling grill. Bushmaster Barbecue and Bushmaster Barbecue. Hashtag Bushmaster Barbecue. We're going to have to change the name, I think. I wonder. Might be worth. Might be worth it. I wonder. I wonder. Anywho. You've, you've, yeah. tried, you've tried a little bit of my barbecue. What would you think? Yeah. Bruh. I would eat a lot more of your barbecue. I remember. Okay, that was back in summertime. Yeah, that was in It's summer. been months ago. That was months ago. I've okay, I'll be honest with you. I hate beans. I know. I hate beans. Anybody who knows me knows this. I those did not the, know that until that day. Those are the best beans I've ever had. Has that. You know why they're the best beans you've ever had? They're made with love. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because I made grounds. them with love. And the coffee grounds. Well, liquid coffee. Liquid coffee? I think yeah. grounds. No. What was no. it? Who's telling me grounds the other day? I put grounds on the meat. That's what it is. That's what it is. Which adds a nice flavor to it. You don't put very much. Don't just, overdo it. Just, but a, just a hair. If you're doing a long smoke, it helps to add a bit of a bark feature, and and, and it does add a nice little flavor to it little, as well. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! A little gut punch, a yeah, little, but not overpowering. No, like, no, just a little love. You don't want to overdo it. it. Don't want to overdo it. It's like somebody patting your back. Like if you slap them on yeah. the back, that hurts. And you give them a little back pat, you're good to go. If you do it right, you're not going to notice that's coffee, really. No, like I couldn't taste the coffee. Yeah, it was good though. But in a in a bean scenario, adding the coffee in there it definitely oh it helps it. I think. Yeah. And they weren't overcooked. No, they were perfectly cooked. They're perfect. You can overcook a bean. Yeah. You can't, but they were perfect. You can't do that. I think you can handle undercooking your bean more than overcooking your bean. I, you might, I can't. I, even just so perfect you would, cooked you would beans. Take, no, even perfect cooked beans, I can't stomach. Those are the only beans I'll, I'll okay, probably Okay, no, but I mean like, would you take overcooked beans or a little bit undercooked beans? So they're a little it, bit of, harder? Of your beans? Yeah. Oh, nah, I'd probably take undercooked. I don't. I don't really know. Okay, fair enough. I don't really know. I just don't like. Beans. I would go. I would go with a because if you overcook them, they just get too mushy. Yeah, and I would rather have a bit of a a bite to a it. bite to it than nothing at all. Yeah, I would agree. I'd like to see some of them bacon wrapped asparagus headers on that smoker. Mm. Oh, had some of that in California. Those are my favorite little treats. Yeah. Sometimes on a on a like on a week that I've worked a lot, I'll go pick up a single steak. 
Yep. And pick up a couple of them, them, oh, like a pack of bacon, the asparaguses, and wrap them and throw them in with butter and garlic, and just suck them back <laughs> like a noodle. So good. forget about the steak. Just yeah, so, I forget. Full yeah. Asparagus. And I'm like, oh wait, I got steaks for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's throw the a few worst. eggs in there too. Oh, I love steak and eggs. Oh, I love it. It's one of the best meals. That's why I love deer camp, especially when somebody kills. Yeah. Because you have, so you'll have, you know, usually you'll do half your heart. You do your tenderloins. I, I always do the tenderloins mm-hmm. right away just because I love how, not that they go bad in the fridge or freezer. I find that they're just way too delectable to eat like right now. Yeah. I think, well, so I think you should eat the heart and the uh, tenderloins as soon as possible. Oh, absolutely. I think the longer they sit, the, the worse, not, not the worst thing. They, get, they just, they just lose something. They, it's the proximity effect. Yeah. A fresh kill, you gotta yeah take advantage. See, and, and Logan, uh, Logan Young, one of the guides uh, up in the Yukon, he doesn't eat any of his hearts. He buries them. Really, he buries every heart of animal he ever ever killed. Interesting. He and he swears to this day it's the only reason he survived three bear attacks. He's been mauled three times in his life, and he swears that's the only reason hmm. why is because he's buried those hearts, and he thinks it's a land, you know. The, Returning Good. to the land. What do, what do they say in uh, in uh, in uh, Lone Survivor? You know, letting good good deeds, good things happen to people who do good deeds. Letting your love light show. That's yeah. what he, that's the way he kind of sees it. Okay, showing respect. Yeah, the ashes, ultimate form ashes, of ashes dust dirt to dust. Yeah, dirt to dirt. Yeah. So, um, speaking of bears, yeah, coming up. I got a few dates locked down. Where I'm Do you? Dieting. When you heading out? Two weeks worth. End of May to into the back to back. Two weeks back to back. Yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. you're getting that that another vacay hitter, huh? Yep. Well, that'll be vacay in quotations. Yeah, vacay. I'll be You'll be working. Keep hammering. Yeah, I'm at work. Yeah, will be. I'll be away from the phone. Sitting yeah. in a stand. Well, I won't be doing no, any you won't sitting be in the stand. Are you, so you're going to do any spring bear yourself? This oh year? yeah, yeah. I this is you're gonna have to take me out this year. Yeah, We've been talking need, about this for years. I need to do a bit of an edit on my bear area right now. There's yeah. Well, if you ever need a hand, competition back there right now. So if you ever need a hand, you know the fellow that's willing yeah. to work for. Yeah. So let's circle back to Winnipeg here. Oh yeah. So yeah. our story. We didn't finish after the after the outdoor show. Where did we go? We went to a little local joint that neither of us had ever been to, but talked about every time we passed it because we yeah. drove. We drove past it. On average, probably six times a year. I think I would usually say, oh, that'd be probably cool to stop in there. Yeah, we should stop in there one day. Yeah. And keep driving. Just keep driving. Keep in, driving. And the conversation we had on the way there, this is this will kind of feed into it a little bit. What did we talk about? Nothing so, changes if nothing changes. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And me and you are both... Um, we're in a season of life where we're trying to make some changes. Well, yeah. Okay, that. But we're also both notorious for finding a comfort zone. And sticking to it. Sticking to it. Now, I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a little more uh, risque yeah. in the things that I'll do. Like, I, I can switch them up a little more. Yeah. You know, you're very um, you're very comfortable when you're there, and that's where you like to be. And I'm really trying to work on that. And, and you have one, 2020, as cliche as it is, is trying. I'm trying to make it my year to fix that or to change that. Yeah. And step one was going to California. And that was huge Last for minute. You. Last minute, yeah. That was huge so, for you. Yeah. And I mean, even something that's different, again, talking about an, a weekend hunt or an yeah. overnight hunt, that's something that, I mean, you I love doing. I've done yeah. time and time again, 
I do it every year. And I think you're going to enjoy it. I think it'll be a change. Yeah. But anyway, so we have driven past this little local water, watering hole yeah. six times a year for the last five years. Yeah. Or and more. Or, or more. more. And every time we've said, yeah, we'll just stop in there for, for a drink one time. Just and check just, it out. And then usually instead of turning left, we turned right, hit the Timmy hose, and headed and, home. And onwards. Got a coffee and headed home. Yeah. This time. This time we're like, I says... We should stop in there sometime. I says, what time? Well, how much time do you have? I says, I got all the time in the world. I took that left-hand Larry into that little parking lot there. You were taking left. You were, you were hitting that left. Left on green. Oh, yeah. Left on green, boy. So we pulled in there, stopped by, uh, just took a peek in, in Lux. Yeah, Lux, Lux Barbecue. Barbecue. So we meandered through the parking lot into Trans Canada Brewery. Brewery. The tap Brewing. room. The tap room. Bingo. And golly, that is a nifty little place. That's a that's a banging little. Joint. I shouldn't even say little. That's a big. That's it's a, a big deal. It's yeah. a big room. Yeah. And you know, we had a local brew there. We had the American Americana, American or Amber American Ale or something. I think it was. Yeah. No, the Avenger is an. Avenger. Yeah, but that was an yeah. American yeah. ale. Yeah, it was American ale. Yeah. So it'd be similar to. Uh, uh, what would it say? It was a very. It was a pilsner. No, it's an ale. No. Oh, yeah. Ale That's what you said. Uh, I was going to say, what does it taste like? What What would be your... I don't even know offhand. Kind of like a really strong Keats. Like a Keats red. No. No, that's right. No. That's where it came from. Um, is it red green? No. There's amber. I know. I'm talking about which Keats it would be comparative to. Maybe it was green. No. That's an India pale. It's different. Well, okay, I know it's a different beer. I'm just trying to go that on t- what the taste it tastes a lot lighter per se. Oh yeah, that's why I said stronger. It was like a way stronger. Yeah, uh, I don't have a beer tasting mouth. I can't. I can't I'm get strong. the hints of rosemary. I can't either, but I can. I also don't drink different beers like you do. You'll you you switch your beers on weekly. You'll go from whatever Renier. To Miller Lite, to Moosehead. I remember you used to drink Mooseheads. Yeah, to Keith's, to, to Budweiser's. To, to Weiser's, never the Bud Lake of the though. Woods. I yeah. love a good Lake of the Woods. But anyways, um, so this place, they do live music very frequently, which yeah. we didn't catch that day. And we heard that their pizza is banging. To die for, I've so heard. I'll have to, uh, we'll have to go back some fellows check Fellows love Zaw. Yeah. Which... I was talking about pizza, but the restaurant opened up at Sawak. Have you been yet? I have not. Have you? Yes. How is it? Great. Okay. I've been in Winnipeg Stella. a few times. I, it's, I would say it's exactly like what you get in Winnipeg. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. It is a franchise, but it... Quality I, control. Quality good. control. Yeah, it was very good, and it was actually very fast. Like, okay. me and Kaz went there on a lunch hour on a Thursday. It Busy. was... You think... It was not that bad. Like there was three people ahead of us, okay. and we waited for thirteen minutes. So they can get a number of zaws in that oven of theirs, though. Yeah, but it's always the because it's a a custom pizza, right? It, how, not many people order their set pizzas they have. I, I never did. No, you just get the custom, create your own, pile it full of shit you want, all toss the her in every meat they have. Yeah. You don't even like prosciutto? Get it on there. <laughs> um, you know, but they, 
Yeah, how much chickens can you fit on that? Oh, one? I bet you you can pack a couple, couple bad breasts on there, boy. <laughs> Woo! Them get big, in there. Them big chicken, them chicken bags, them let you hit them chicken titties, them 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 cookies, them you know them hitters, <laughs> them biscuits. Yeah, uh, but Bis- yeah, no, it, it was Bis- very tits. good. Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting chicken biscuits. Biscuits, yeah, hey, them hitters, them tits, huh? <laughs> get in there. Get in there. Uh, yeah, no, it was good, but yeah. So anyway, back to the topic. Trans Canada. Yeah, I love H- it. Had you ever had Trans Canada before? I've had it in a can. Which one? Do you remember which one? No. Okay. It was like, it, it was like a Christmas gift. Okay. Somebody cleaned out their beer fridge and it was like the last beer left and nobody wanted. I drank it and it was it was like a dark beer and okay, it was super bitter and I didn't really like it. But I wasn't quite sure how I would like because again I am not a craft beer drinker. I know. I drank my Miller Lite, my Budweiser, and some Rainiers, Rainiers, and a few make a few cloves, a few clove ultras. That you like the Ultras, as, as Theo would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. It was a banging little joint. I, I mean, it was busy. It was super busy. But they have a really cool seating layout. Yeah. Like where they have, what was it? There was five benches that were probably 30 feet long. I 20, think so. 20 feet long. And then long. you could sit along the wall as well. Yeah. And you could go get pop or water at your pleasure as well. Yeah. Get all your liquor drinks, order a pizza. Yeah. Next time I'll have to get some pizza there. I think that would be a cool little date spot. Yeah, totally. It'd be a very, like, maybe not a first date because it's a little loud. Yeah. And you kind of lose that talking factor, right? Because, you know, first date, you want to, you want to talk a little bit, right? And get to know the person. I would say so. I would say that'd be a pretty important part. Um, but. Uh, what do I know? Second date, third date, you know, where you're just kind of like, hey, shut up already. It's a pop of, pop of pale ale in her jaw. I think you'd well, like the, the I think back. you'd like the blonde there Probably. next time. Probably. That'll be a bit more closer to like a I like the I like the Americana or, or whatever, the Avenger or whatever it's called. Yeah, the American it, male. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah. Like it wasn't a beer that you would drink twelve of. No. But it's for a sipping beer, because that's the thing. Like it's where I'm I'm guilty of it. A Miller, a Miller Light, a Miller High Life, Budweiser, the champagne of beers. Gang, daddy. Those aren't sipping beers. No. Those are beers that you're crushing. You're you're showing up, you're crushing a few bevies, you're having a good night. Those are the beers. And you nothing are. nothing that, really is happening. Exactly. It's like it's like mixing a you know, an eighty dollar bottle of rye. You don't mix it. That's a sipping yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Right? You don't shoot it, that's a sipping whiskey. Yeah. And that beer is a sipping beer. That's where you sit in the establishment for three hours and have three beers. Yeah. And you nurse them. But and, and you have a good time, and you have a great time. I would, yeah. but we were talking about live establishment or live music, and I think that'd be a bang little joint to yeah, watch. Yeah, they have a nice little stage in the back there. Yeah, I think it'd be so cool. Yeah, and it seats a whole slew of people. So, well, they got an upstairs catering room, as we found out. <laughs> yeah, an event room. Yeah, but he stopped by and said hi before he went up there, which is yeah. cool to see for a little Valentine's Day Part extravaganza, day, I suppose. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good time. Yeah, no, it was. It was cool. It was a cool little joint, yeah. and. I hope that I can find some more of those. Oh, I love them. There's actually another one, uh, True North Square, I believe it's called, like across from the MTS Center. Yeah. Like Lake of the Woods is in there now. Yeah. And I walked through there. Uh, I went to a Jets game back in December. Yeah. And I just moseyed through there afterwards, and I'd like to return there and have have a brew or two back ah, there. I'd like to go. I don't know if they have live music, but 
it seemed like a bumping little joint. It'd be cool to see. There was Those some, are the cool ones. There was some uh, brewing equipment in there and everything. Yeah. So I guess they do brew in there as well. So be cool to go back there. I think. Hey, Forty Creeks got their own uh, their own little place at the MTS. Center. Yes, I yes, saw. That. I think that's new for this year. Yes. Yeah. I so I went to a Jets game uh, a few weeks ago, or a week ago, two weeks ago. A week ago, yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I was having, a, I had a couple wobbly pops, you know, I had a couple overpriced beers and we were walking to our seats and I'm like, I saw the F-O and I'm yeah. like, you know, you know that font I'm and like, that color. Yeah. That's 40 Creek. She goes, oh, I, didn't, I forgot that they put that in there. I'm like, well, well get man. in there. Oh, I was running. Same, same thing, like same a thing. On, I finally saw it on the way out. So it was too late already. Yeah. I was like. What? But they mixed, I missed this? They mixed the good stiff water. I'll say that. Dang, daddy. Yeah. The only thing is it's super popular. Mm. A lot of people are going there. Because there was never a real good place to get liquor. Hard liquor. To get hard liquor, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of people that don't like to drink beer. They don't like the taste of beer. They don't want to feel bloated. They don't want to take a leak every, you know. 30 seconds. Yeah, every two, every power play. And it's like, yeah. well, this is just really not the way that it should Inefficient. be. Inefficient. Yeah. And then you sit in the middle of an aisle and you got to jump through that... Thick Tiffany, that's always <laughs> that's done with trying kneecaps. Oh, she's got the she's got the thigh, thigh, daddy. <laughs> Those thick, thick kneecaps. How many C's you want? Oh, there's that about bad twelve. Gang, get it there. Oh man. Woo. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm looking forward to going back there and trying it. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to dabble. I think I got a couple more tickets for a Jets game coming up. Okay. So I might have to. I think they're box seats. How'd you get that? Ah, you, I got, got a, some hookups. Okay. I got some connections. You know what? Um, speaking of uh, live sporting events, I've been kind of thinking about paying attention, paying attention to the CFL again. Okay. You know, maybe going to a bomber game or two this, well, this coming year. Let's get in there and uh, listening to shout out the two idiots podcast from last week. Yeah, that Adam Big Hill hitter. Yeah, Big Hill of forty four. Shout out Clef Palette Awareness because as I don't know if anybody really knows on this podcast, my sister, my youngest sister, was born Clef Lip. I didn't even know that. Yeah, you know what? No, I, think I told you that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my you youngest, know how much I retain. That's right? true. Yeah, you are. Well, sometimes you're a sponge. You always say that. Um, yeah. Yeah, my youngest sister was born Clef Lip and okay. Uh So it's, I mean, it's super cool to see a professional athlete, uh, Clef Lip and Pallet, and especially going through with that whole Wendy Williams yeah. or whatever her yeah. name was deal and how he was, I found him very classy in that whole ordeal. Okay. Um, I felt like he handled it really well. Um, but yeah, it's, it, so it's, it's a thing that hits really close to home for me, uh, because yeah. I, mean, I got an eight year old or nine year old sister. That is the toughest little kid, toughest cookie I've ever met. I mean, she's been through eight surgeries already and Ooh. still counting, racking them up and yeah, tough as nails. But yeah, so shout out to the two idiots podcast. I mean, that was, that was super cool to, to hear and, and to, uh, yeah, I like to say, I don't want to say take part in, but I was to take part in cause I did listen. Uh, I listened to you. Got that. I, I threw him a follow after oh. that. <laughs> Tossed it. So I mean I'm thinking like there's some there's some good dudes on the bombers. Like there it is. might be worth supporting them, going to a game or two. Yeah. Paying so attention. I went We've been to one, haven't we? No. 
Me and you had it? No. I went to one last year with my mom for a granny's event. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of neat. I, I definitely enjoy Bomber Games. They're a little cheaper beer. And it's summer. Mm. Did you hear about the MTS? No. They dropped their beer prices. As of when? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, it was not last week. Maybe it was a week ago. Because I paid, I got two Budweiser's and it was twenty two fifty. And I'm like, this is outrageous. Well, anyway, they're dropping to like seven something. I hope so. Yeah. The whiskey's, the, I got a double rye and it was cheaper. Okay. My double rye was, so I got a double rye water with a splash Pepsi, which is the way I like it. And a bag of popcorn because the, you know, a friend of mine wanted a bag of popcorn, which is standard. <laughs> that's not good for you. No, that's terrible. That's I can't even butter. eat corn anymore. Really? Like, like regular they, corn? Any corn, it makes my stomach feel horrible. Oh, it just yeah, you just get gassy, gassy, yeah, and that, and that bloat instant that body gas, huh? It's kind of like dairy. I got that adult onset lactose intolerance. I feel bad for you, Daddy. It's I tough, feel bad man. For you. It's just, tough. I'll just remember to bring my own sour cream next time you're doing potato potats on the old uh, on the old smoker. Yeah, I'll bring my bring your own, bro. Byosc, <laughs> your own sour cream, boy. Get it. I'll, um, I'll slap a couple of thick tablespoons on old Woo. big tablespoons. That's up to you, old son. That's up to you. I'll fire it back. That's like, up to you. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Yeah, my double ride was like eighteen bucks, which is still outrageous. It's <laughs> outrageous. But when you're comparing it to two beers, you're like, well, okay, that's cheap. I'm saving money here. <laughs> but you're gonna I have two doubles, anyways. Well, no, I only had one. What? I bought two beers and that double. That was all I had. I was responsible. I'm getting responsible as an adult. Okay. The other day, even though I wasn't driving, I only had two beers. Utter respect for my driver. I was like, well, I'm not really going to get trashed because you can't drink because somebody's got to drive. There you go. And it ain't going to be me. How about that? (sighs) Sounds like a refill. Sounds like a, a refill. Well, hang on, what else do we have to cover here today? Uh, what were we, what were we all going to talk about? I don't even know. Well, we were talking about the High and Lonesome Club. Okay, we, we talked about Trans Canada. Talked about Trans Canada. We talked about the Manitoba Outdoor Show. We talked about the Wapitis. Yeah. How excited? Well, maybe we can touch on that. We sure. We didn't really get into how excited we are because it is. 2020 and it is a new year yeah and we could talk we could talk our quick nascar minute seeing how uh it's back it's back ladies and gents we could talk about super bowl i guess i didn't watch it you didn't no what kind of patriot are you uh, I, I also understand football. I wouldn't watch 1917 instead. Yeah, I was, was actually a really good movie. I was watching that Pat Mahomes, that Pat Mahomes hitter getting that Super Bowl. Movie. I was gonna watch the Super Bowl, then I went and watched the movie instead. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, NASCAR minute. Uh, Daytona 500. It got postponed till Monday, which is today, the uh, 17th, and. Denny Hamlin, back-to-back year winner. Back-to-back, That's boy. the fourth time there's a back-to-back year winner. DH. That DH hit. Cool story about how he got into NASCAR, huh? You ever heard that story? Uh, retell it. So, Denny Hamlin was playing this video game called iRacing. Ah, yes. It's and very popular. 
and it wasn't back then. I mean, it was somewhat popular, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah. was uh, in his lobby, sent him a private message, slid into that DM boy, Ooh. and said, hey, come out to this and this address, South Carolina, and see what we can do in a real car. Next thing you know, he's running that cup series. <laughs> History's made. Winning 500, which is, I believe, the highest paying race in NASCAR. Well, the great American race. I believe that it is a million dollar payout for the winner. Ooh. And then that's for the driver. Yeah. And then crew chief, uh, car chief, and engineers all get separate payouts, and the owner gets another payout. But I believe that I believe the driver was a million bucks in that race. So the first one to do it was plus all the sponsorship wins. The first one to win back to back was Petty, of course, the king. And then it was Kale Yarborough, of course. And then it was some guy in the '90s, which I forget his name. '93 and '94, I think it was. And then now it's DH. In the 11 FedEx car. Hmm. I don't know who would have won in the I don't remember his name. I saw it on the... Probably a nobody. Probably never won a race again. Two Daytona. I mean, though. look at... Uh, who... Not Allgaier. There was a guy that... Who won the 500? Was it LaJoy? Corey LaJoy that won? Yeah. Somebody like that. Or Busher. Or somebody that got one of 500. Well, Bubba got second last year. Yeah, no, no, I don't... This is This was a few years ago. Google that. Bring that up. The I think it's like if you Google the last ten Daytona five hundred winners, you'll find it. Daytona five hundred winners. Let's take a look. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look. Thanks, Alexa. Oh yeah, YRB was second place this year. Yeah, by a by a C here, you were saying. Yeah. By uh, fourteen thousandths of a Which second. Which is quite close. Okay, what the heck? Here we go. Yeah. What the Hank? The Hank Jr. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here's the list. Let's pull it up here. All right. Let's see what they got. List of winners. Okay. We don't okay, need to go all the way back. <laughs> So Hamlin, Hamlin, Dylan, Kurt Busch, Hamlin. Well, he's won it three times. Okay, but back to back. Okay. Yeah. Logano. Junior, Jimmy, Kenzie. Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain. That's who I was thinking of. And Jamie the, McMurray in 2010. The bane of my existence, yeah. Trevor Bain. Well, JJ is up there too. Yeah. Which, JJ was running second and then he got wrecked. The last ride. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I've watched a few Twitter clips and some stuff on YouTube for Jimmy. And I think he's got a real shot this year. I think so. I think he's got a hot rod of a team and a hot rod of a car. Yeah, look out, look out for that forty-eight, and he's looking to shake it up. I it, I mean, this is a perfect world. It would be magical to see him eight time to be eight time in his last season, or at least get to or to Phoenix. Now, I guess I can't say Homestead because it's no longer right. in Homestead; it's in Phoenix. Okay, for the final race this year. Yeah, uh, I said. Yeah, it, I I think it'd be so cool to see Jimmy. Be eight time. I mean, not that seven. Anything's wrong with seven time. But he's tied with. But he's tied with Petty, Petty and uh, and Senior. Yeah. Senior. Yeah. 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 I think it'd be cool to see Dang, him break that would eight. Be cool. He's and he would go down as the greatest of all time. Yeah. 
Him and Chad Canals. But it'd be cool. I think it would be really cool for Jimmy to win without Chad. I think so. I think it would mean a lot more. Yeah. To a lot of people. Cause Chad Canals is a genius. I mean, even just for him moving over to the 24 card, they got, I think it was on average five positions better when Chad Canals moved yeah. over. Which, I mean, five positions is the difference between top 10, top five. Top, top 10, no payday. Yeah. But, yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes, comeback of the year. Uh, I think it was the fourth time in the playoffs of their five games or six games they played in the playoffs that he had to come from behind. Okay. Uh, cemented his legacy as one of the greatest quarterbacks of today. Okay. Uh, young kid. He's only like 23. Yeah, that's right. Super Bowl winner. Uh, played an unbelievable Stug. game. Threw two picks, though. So, like, I shouldn't say he played an unbelievable game. He had an all right game. He didn't play that well. His team rallied around him. Um, I don't think, you know, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was that stellar. I think he's just a terrible quarterback. But anyway, um, that's my football minute. Uh, so congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, congratulations to Trump on messing up where Kansas City Chiefs play out of. Uh, not Kansas City. Yeah, that would be Missouri. Or, uh, uh, no, not Kansas. Missouri. Yeah, there's a Kansas yeah. City. There's a Kansas, Kansas City, Kansas, and then Kansas, Kansas City, City, Missouri. Which is dumb. It is stupid, but. Just like there's Lloyd Minster, Alberta, and Lloyd Minster, Saskatchewan. That's a little different, though. It's right. No, no, it's not. It's yeah, right a different there. Different scenario. Different scenario. What? Lloyd Minster, Alberta, and Lloyd Minster, Saskatchewan is because the town's split in two by the provincial border. Yeah. Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas are two very oh, different okay. places. Well, whatever. But either way. But if you say you're going to Lloyd Minster, most people think you're going to Saskatchewan. Yeah, you would tell. Yeah, I think the listing on Kijiji is Lloyd Minster, Saskatchewan. Probably because I think like something like two thirds of the town is in Saskatchewan. But have you ever been through there? Been yep. through Lloyd Minster? Yep. There is two big white posts. Yep. That separate the two, and you go on one side, and you see way more Alberta plates, yep. and people have to register their vehicle according accordingly to. according to where they live, yep. depending on which side of the street. It's just funny. I find that amusing. Separated by the Highway 17. Mm-hmm. How about that? But Trump rode around in his limousine at the 500 yesterday. Yeah, he was out shaking hands. Yeah, that was just cool to that see. That was cool, yeah, him and Melinda. Melania. Melania. What did I say, Melinda? That's all right. They're the red posts in Lloydminster. Oh, yeah. Where, who has the white? I don't know. There's another place that has white posts. I don't know. Either way, it's a cool town to go through. Yeah, it is. Not much there, but cool little town. Yep. Okay, so Kansas City. Missouri. Hang on a second here. Kansas City, Missouri. No, it's the same idea. Is it? Yeah, literally right there. See how it's dark? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure, shit. I thought it was different. I don't get so it. So one's Kansas City, Missouri, one's Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. Huh. But then we're talking about, now you want to bring that up, Kansas and Arkansas. 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 What a crock of shit. <laughs> who named, who thought this up? Freaking George Washington. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What else do we have to cover here? Uh, looking forward to bear season. Yeah. Looking forward to Wafiti season. Yeah. Elks. Looking forward to getting a new bow. 
Yep. Matthews. Matthews, hopefully. We'll okay. see. I'll see what's out there. See what the price point I is. I mean, APA is still heavily on my mind. Yeah. Canadian Mace to Saskatchewan. Shower thoughts? Shower thoughts. Concludals. Finish your ribbons. Finish your ribbons, kids. It's been a while. I suppose. We'll have to... We were doing good there for a little while. Yeah. And we're going to get back. 2020 will be our year. 2020. Well, we're, not, we're a month and a half in. Well, yeah, but it's, we're starting over now. Okay. Uh, but seriously, let us know what you want to see from us. We have some ideas that we've talked about. Again, we're not going to share anything until it's concrete. Yeah. But we have talked about some ideas on things we can do with this podcast and channel. And Episode 23 is this one. LeBron. Hey, Rip Kobe. Yeah. Rip Kobe. Unfortunate yeah. events. But he's, he was looking for the Lord. Yeah, that's right. I heard about that. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Him and his daughter. Yeah, good for them. Walking across the eternal bridge together. Knocking at them gates. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's down wall. It's <laughs> an old GNR song. Yeah. Uh, shower thoughts for you? Concludals? Uh, not a whole lot to say. Um, looking forward to spring. Looking forward to getting out of winter. Warmer weather. Uh, not colder weather, like Zach Brown says. Yeah. We're not, looking for that warmer weather. Not warmer weather. We're making it. Be good to yourselves. We're making it. You probably deserve it.